What's something you always say you'll do but never get around to doing it? For me, it's bacon, vegetarian bacon. I wanted to make it at home but never got around to it until recently. It was okay, let's say. I've been saying I'll relearn French but never got around to it until two months ago. Then. So I've been saying I'll return to this topic in quite a few of my articles and podcast episodes, but I usually never get around to it as well. There's a pattern with the topics I cover and the questions I explore, but I haven't ever fully returned to a subject to write another article on it or record a podcast episode. Until now... Going through my notes app, it's where I keep most of my writing ideas and all the other things. Um, something stood out to me from the file where I keep all my article ideas. I'd written something about stoicism. So I just wrote about that three weeks ago, but uh, I did write the article at 3 a.m. after a wedding. So, um, and some of you found it very amusing, as I did. And after reading my note, I realized that I forgotten to include the thing that made me write it in the first place. It was the conversation with an old friend. My friend and I were talking about what we'd been up to since we last saw each other. Then the conversation, as it often does with Albanian friends, steered to Albania and Albanian politics and just our all that's peculiar about us. Um, Albanians have a lot of opinions about Albania and Albanians. Um, I've written about this in what I call, and this concept is something I call the three horsemen of the choice apocalypse. Um, And I believe that some people just truly abuse their God-given right or evolution-given right, whatever you prefer, um, to tear apart other others life choices these people can be divided into three groups um three horsemen a devil's advocate so if you tell them something they will without a doubt dig deep 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 into their consciousness just to find something that discredits the thing you said no matter how legit it is um then it's special snowflakes uh their only hope but making an impression is faking one from food to movies to fashion to just like random conversation topics they will say anything they will say things just to say things um they're special and uh lazy thinkers and yes this name is ironic that i just named them this but these people have some a somewhat solid foundation of ideas they rely on and they've usually held those beliefs for years they have no intention in changing them Uh, they have a weak set of arguments though especially if you dare to as much as stray a bit from the conversations they're used to having they will just like bring it back to the thing that they're used to used to saying and um Anyway, in the meantime, (laughs) let's focus on devil's advocates. So when it comes to Albania, I'm like the opposite of a devil's advocate, an angel's advocate, if you will. (laughs) I think that a lot of what people consider 
Albanian-specific problems are actually global. If I hear someone complaining about something quote, that only happens in Albania, end quote, I try to uh, respectfully challenge that and provide examples of times that the same thing happened to people in other countries or people of other nationalities. I don't consider myself a nationalist, um, but I like to give credit uh, where credit's due. And I appreciate everything that goes right in Albania, and a lot does. When things go wrong, I consider whether what went wrong is common in other countries or not. If it's something specific to us, it usually isn't. But my friend that I was having that conversation with is just catching up. She wasn't having it. She started complaining about the healthcare system here. I respectfully told her about the American health system. She debunked my statement. I made the argument that the story she shared with me wasn't representative of Albanian healthcare. She debunked my statement, sharing more examples of things that had gone terribly wrong. This continued the same way with her problems with the educational system and the legal system. As I usually do at this point of the conversation, I did one final attempt to finish on a positive note before we moved on to the next thing. With something I was sure we would agree on. Food. Albanian food is amazing, right? At least we have that going on for us. Well, I was wrong again. Uh, she knew someone who worked at the Albanian equivalent of the FDA. And apparently our food that we eat in Albania is poison, like literally. I was defeated, I'm rarely at a loss for words, but this time I was, I had nothing to say. Until now. Everything's fucked. What now? <laughs> so what do we do when everything's fucked? What should I have said to my friend who was so painfully right and understandably angry at the system? Um, you might have guessed it because I kind of uh, teased this a little bit in the beginning, but... Stoicism. I shouldn't just have mouthed the word stoicism to my friend. I don't think she would want to hang out with me again, but unless she had seen Pitch Perfect and knew that mouthing words is the pinnacle of humor and she'd want to be best friends, but I digress. The main premise of stoicism is that the only thing we need to get good at is differentiation, differentiating between things within our control and things out of control and learn to put all of our energy into the former and uh, I think that being immune to like misfortune and these bad news and all of the bad things that happen uh, it's, it's more about the way we react to misfortune rather than about never encountering misfortune can you imagine how much energy would save if we only focus on what's under our control and I think it's not just about energy or productivity but about our feelings and inner turmoil as well can you imagine how much calmer and happier we'd be if we focused on what we can change because look my friend was right she wasn't lying or exaggerating the stories she shared were things that had happened to her or her family members or people she knew. They were important and definitely needed further investigation from the right inst instances. Uh, 
But all she could do was do what she could. And I don't want to sound condescending by sharing a list of things she could do to affect like the healthcare and legal and educational system. I think it's very harmful to focus on individual effort when we should be focusing on the institutions that are paid to get these things right and still don't. But again, stoic teachings will tell us to focus on what we can control and give those things our 100% and we can control those institutions. We can control, however, how we react when, when a nurse asks for a bribe or when a teacher says something mean about another child or when we witness injustice. Our vote matters, our petition signatures matter, our protest turnout matter matters. And in this case, we control to some extent where to some extent where we live. So living in Albania does make some people terribly unhappy, just like living in England makes some people terribly unhappy. And if these people want to achieve long-term happiness, well, they need to focus on finding a job in another country or finding a remote job or moving. I'm a rational optimist, so I don't think everything's actually fucked forever in Albania or anywhere for that matter, but this this is what I'll do for the days when it feels like the world is ending. Thanks for listening.